Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now, Wendy Kahn, National Director of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. Wendy, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Michael. Hi. Great to have you on board, Wendy. So we're looking at responses now to that tragedy that befell us last week, that deadly uh, fire, building fire that uh, extinguished 77 people. A tragic event indeed. So we're looking at the SAJBD response to the fire. What has been the response so far to this fire from your your point of view? I don't think it's just our response, our Mm. community's response. I think we are all absolutely traumatized Mm -hmm. for something of this to happen in our city um, and I mean what's, what's really interesting is I've had calls from, from Jewish organizations around the world Okay, um, I was going to showing, ask about international assistance Okay, so yeah, you got ahead of showing, me on that one, great Yeah, showing their absolute shock and horror mm, at mm. what has happened in the city um, I mean we were on a, a conference call last week with Deborah Lipstadt, Ambassador Deborah Lipstadt in the State Department and she turned around and said oh my god, what is mm. going on there, how are you doing, what are you doing for it, so it's really an international um, situation and you know I think every single Jewish community, um, every community within Johannesburg we should all be traumatized and we should all be asking ourselves what Mm. we could be doing Mm. to, to, to respond to this. Sure. Um, so we have put out a collection for the community. Okay. Um, at this stage, it's really, really difficult to work out exactly what is needed. Okay. Um, and we, and that, that's the key to effective relief, um, mm, missions mm, mm. is that we don't just go with vehicles laden with old clothes right. and sanitary pads and whatever, right. mm-hmm. you know, we think they, they need. Mm-hmm. No, we don't do it like that. We have been engaging directly with the um, Johannesburg um, City Council Disaster um, Management, and we've been working with them. Um, the needs change on a continual basis. So on Friday, they reached out to us. Um, they needed nappies, and we went and got, they gave us exact size nappies for four babies that were staying in the recreation center. Okay. Um, we also, they at that stage, wanted blankets. Um, also, when we went on Friday to the recreation center, we saw these little kids running around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just brought back to me um, 2008 when we were involved with the xenophobia crisis. Right. Um, and just these kids, the boredom and the, the horror. They've, they've experienced this horror. Shame and now they wow. are living on the floor with mm-hmm. no possessions. Mm-hmm. They've lost everything. Um, so we managed to bring in some balls and some games for them. Okay. Um, just to keep them a little bit stimulated. Um, today we got a call. They needed boilers and, and basins so that people could just wash. Okay. Um, so, you know, every day is a different challenge and a different thing that they need. Um, we've been told today that a lot of the people who were staying in the one shelter have actually left. They're terrified. Many of them are foreign nationals and wow. they're terrified they're going to be repatriated to their homes okay. um, and deported. So, you know, it's just it's, it's an ongoing thing just to evaluate exactly where numbers mm, are, mm, where mm. the shelters are. And what the, the, right. what the needs are. Wendy, getting, getting to the shelters, the shelters issue, right, you have mentioned these sh- the, this particular shelter and the shelter where yeah. uh, foreigners have left. Uh, in terms of shelter, have, has the SAJBD been involved in securing or identifying any specific places? 
Well, we don't. The city mm. does that, and they've been using up until now recreation centres. Okay. I've just today been at a recreation centre in Rodeport. There was another, I don't know if you know, there was another terrible fire in a squatter camp this morning, and two children were killed. Um, oh. So we were there um, just taking what, what was required there. They mm-hmm. needed toiletries there, and they needed blankets. And to see the sure. faces of the people is absolute bewilderment. Not only have they experienced this horror, yes. but they've also got this terrible fear of what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. They've got no mm-hmm. possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, as I say, um, the, the, the fear, a lot of them, the fear of deportation. Sure, Wendy. Uh, regarding, you mentioned earlier on the, you know, like this state that they find themselves in, this uh, humilia- state of humiliation, the state of, you know, insecurity. They're feeling afraid now about life and, you know, where to next, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a mm. sense of fear uh, existing on the ground regarding the survivors uh, who survived this mm. uh, tragedy. Do, do, do yeah. you by any chance offer any guidance or counseling or you recommend um, anything, anything along those yeah, lines? At the moment, the, the city is offering counseling. Um, and, you know, the, the, the one area that we have offered counselling is for, for some of the, the responders. Sure. Um, I cannot even imagine what it must have been like for yes. some of the firefighters to have, to have removed some of the bodies right. from, but right. I, mean, I, I don't know, you know, the bodies are unrecognizable. Only 12 of them have actually been, um, you know, they've, they've been able to identify. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, I think, the trauma that these people must have gone through, and wow. we have offered, Indeed. Um, you know, if if they if they would like counselling from our community, and right. that is something possibly that we could assist mm-hmm. with, we haven't, and we'll just keep monitoring that. Okay, Wendy. Okay, so you mentioned earlier on that yes, you you don't just you know wing it and go out there and you know no. buy things and presume that this is what's needed and then that's what's needed. No. So you're no. taking this as it comes. So in the meantime, um, donations and support from overseas still really coming in. Is it really encouraging yeah. to see this yeah. at the moment? Yeah. We're really getting yeah. that support. Yeah, we are, and I, I think um, at this stage we are only looking at we are only collecting monetary. Um, it's just too, there's just, it's, it's moving so quickly in terms of what the needs are. So we are not ourselves collecting right. um, clothes and anything like that. I know right. other charities are. We aren't. Um, and um, it's just in terms of meeting the needs the easiest way that we can do it. Indeed. Wendy, we're going to have to leave you there. We've just about run out Thank of time. Thank you so much. You're doing a, such and a our st- details are on our, on our social media and on our, face, and our uh, website. Fantastic. I'm sure everybody's got the gist of what's going on here with the South African uh, Jewish Board of Deputies. So just go thank to their website so and uh, you, you can donate and support. Wendy, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and giving us some background as to what your initiatives and efforts are regarding the response to the Joburg fire last week. Wendy Kahn, National Director of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. She made it very clear. Go to their website, uh, South African Jewish Board of Deputies. You'll find all the information there if you want to donate and contribute towards those affected by that tragic fire that occurred last week, killing 77 people.